Welcome to Reckoning and Repair, the art that's touched Philadelphia. My name is Hakima Abdul-Fattah. I'm a PhD student in the anthropology department here at the University of Pennsylvania and an artist and a museum worker. I'm here with Aisha Han, founder and director of 12 Gates Art, an organization committed to uplifting South and West Asian diasporic artistic voices in Philadelphia. My name is Aisha Khan. I'm a founder and director of 12 Gates Arts. Philadelphia has been home for about 12 years now. I moved here right after I started 12 Gates. I don't know at what length of time can a city be called one's home, but for me, this is the longest I have ever lived in one city. Growing up, my dad would have the family uh, move from one city to another all the time with his job postings. There is also the idea of um, migratory families like uh, mine who sometimes don't end up calling any home, any place their home. But of course, leaving a country from another continent is displacement that has to be reckoned with. For me, it is 12 Gates that has me laying my roots here in the city. Um, Even the international focus of 12 Gates is rooted in making connection between transnational artists and the local Philadelphia artists. And I see more and more of that happening as 12 Gates establish itself more. You've sort of hit on this a little bit with migratory families and and places that you, you may or may not call home. But I'm also thinking about how this has shaped your thinking on diaspora. So diaspora for you, for me, for everyone is different, right? I am an immigrant, but I'm not a diaspora, right? I can go back to my home. I can travel. For me, diaspora is still very, I'm still exploring that term. But when you talk about artists, how it shaped my experience working with them or being one of them, it's like I am learning every day new thing through them. I'm learning what diaspora actually means for someone else, right? So I'm very careful when I use that term and when I use the experiences of that because I think all these experiences come through living, lived experiences. And Hakima, again, we're two people in this room. Your experiences are completely different than mine. So I don't know how to answer that, but I can tell you this is like a learning experience for me and every day being an immigrant being a diaspora, dealing with other diaspora and other immigrant artists. I was not always that person because you come from some place and you land in some different place. This is by choice, right? But for some people, it's not by choice. So, you know, for me, it becomes privilege is equal to necessity. So I have to be very careful. I want to add on to this question, thinking about the mission when you started and how closely it was to the time you arrived. I don't want to just frame this in a post 9-11 vision, but I'm, I'm also wondering maybe even the obstacles that were coming up. You don't start an arts organization overnight. Of course, you have some kind of exposure. You're around art. You are meeting artists. You're meeting people around you. And then you realize, okay, art is the only way. Sometimes you can talk about uncomfortable stuff and uncomfortable material. So that's, I think, where 12 Gates Mission started. But Hakimah, it was not like an overnight epiphany. Oh my God, let's just do 12 Gates or let's do it with mission. Of course, it's coming from my personal experience. Again, I am a South Asian uh, immigrant, right? Thank you. And thank you for, you know, indulging me because it's just interesting to hear about about your path here to Philadelphia. What does art do for you or, or what do you see it doing in the world? I'm around art and artist most of my time at so many levels. 
there is the level of seeing art all the time and being able to appreciate it. Number one, like you're here in the space. Believe me, it is hard to ignore it or uh, become oblivious or insensitive to things you see all the time because they penetrate your soul slowly and gradually and become you whether you know it or you don't know it, right? I have been doing it for the last 12 years and still I'm like, okay, do I know if I'm doing it right? Am I doing it right? It's like when we see a lot of violence and racist attitudes on TV news, media all the time and you become part of it. So I try to avoid that but then there are things that make you think at different levels at empathetic levels and art does that for me. And it does that for me over and over again. Working with artists who are sensitive souls also does that. We hope the sensitivity rubs off on you. So at 12 Gates our mission is based in the belief that art can change the world. I will say that over and over. Some people might not believe me, but I'm a very strong avid believer that slowly and gradually art can change the world by changing minds, by allowing people, providing people ways to see things differently. Over time their prejudice can be challenged and provoked. Um the artists 12 gets work with are invested in their communities and in the world and in social change and we feel that they are playing a very important role although i also feel this is not always artist's responsibility to make something and then have a narrative around it at the same time as an organization who works with curators and other institutions we feel that it's our job to present and curate exhibitions that are thought provoking bigger institutions such as museums they have that responsibility and i think 12 gates being a small organization that has that responsibility so art does so many things for me on so many levels i just want to repeat that just sort of that holding those two truths about the potential that art and artists can do but then also not putting that responsibility on a single artist or a group of artists i think that's really beautifully put yeah thank you and i feel like it's a, uh, they are surrounded by already so many pressures even within even for themselves like just to create this creating something you know and i feel like this is institution's responsibility to make sure they are represented well their work is represented well how would you describe your relationship with the artists that you work with at 12 gates or the art i think what i have learned through my relationship with artist just i'm talking about that as a human being right meet them where they are just simple provide them that environment that space where they can create no hidden agenda and the relationship to their art as i told you it's thought provoking sometimes it's intentional sometimes it's not intentional for 12 gates over and over we work with curators we work with collaborations if my judgment or artist's judgment or our committee judgments is not right we have other ways to check that so that's the relationship with art itself but then of course there are a few things which i personally like right i look at them and i'm like oh my god i love this and that piece makes sense to me but again it's not about me right it's about the organization it's about um making sure that artist is represented well in last 12 years all those artists 
I hope they will say the same thing. They have become a part of 12 Kids extended family. Um, like I think I don't know if it's a part of that question, but Hakima, you know, once again, I said once you move. and you always move you lose that sense of belonging in that sense that you are mine this is mine this chair is mine for me anyone i have contact with and i had the best time of like my life at that moment they're part of my extended family so for me family keeps growing so that's the relationship i have with artist and of course with them how have relationships like family community influence like the birth of 12 gates so we started 12 gates really telling you from day one right um and i hope uh, if it gets published i would love this part to be in it because i really want people to know who have been so there's so many i'm not going to name them because i know i'll forget the most important person so when we started um Hakima used to believe let's do survey let's ask them let's invite them let's do this and I was a very new mom at that time uh, my son was only a year and a half um and I was still learning raising a child without a family being here and then working both of us we were working full time so when we started there were like this many people like I would say small village right they told me do it we are with you I trusted them and then moving to Philadelphia um walking on these streets and I'm sitting in the window at 12 Gates Gallery um knowing the framer the car repair person the mailman the FedEx truck UPS and then our founding board member who are dear friends and like family to me there some of them became first board members and now advisory board artist you yesterday what i saw at cee all of you have become the community and the village is expanding yeah <laughs> um so not a single day i felt that okay i cannot do this because i don't have a support and i'm not talking about this is financial support you know kim i always believe there is a will there is a way talking about what 12 kids did in last 12 years with very small budget slowly and gradually and now where we are we're really looking for um again not too much expansion just a very solid concrete representation of those artists if we want to do something and we work really hard towards it support will come and of course if support is small or big that doesn't make sense if support is big we can expand if support is small we can stay small so i'm a true believer in that sense i always say program first everything comes after that i guess that's where again my practical approach i think when you say personal relationships i think anyone and everyone i met through this journey they either are friends or really dear friends a part of 12 kids fans that sounds amazing and i also uh even thinking about you know this is your your third space where we are right now today i i kind of want to like shift even that second question of like you would describe sort of the different stages of of 12 gates since it since it was established um whether that be you know defined so um hakima they were compromises i'm not going to lie because we couldn't afford an individual space right so the first space uh we were new to philadelphia very new to philadelphia and we were starting this organization and all people i knew they were either in north jersey or new jersey so we um atif and i we decided let's start 12 gates in philadelphia as i said that princeton was one of the Uh, places we wanted to go but i felt huh no 
I need to go somewhere more diverse. So we came to Philadelphia for a couple of reasons. Um, again, my son was really young and Philadelphia felt like, again, something like, you know, hmm. let's do it. Let's, I want to do it. So we started in Old City because Old City had that monthly first Friday. Again, we were new. We did not come through any big marketing firm or anything. We were really, really raw, organic organization. So we started in Old City. We were sharing the space with building owner. Uh, she had her graphic design business in the back and we were at the front. I had to leave that building. You won't believe the reason because the walls were concrete. And doing installations was a nightmare. And I'm like, I not, nobody realizes that, right? Now I know what to look into building, knock at them. And then um, a very dear friend, um, he is into uh, textile uh, antiques. He offered us a space, 51 North. We were like right down the road. Hakima, we did so much in that space. We really flourished in that tiny space. I just had a small front. And then while we were there, we formed our board. We had our founding board members. We formed our, we formed our advisory board, salon events, everything. Our first fundraiser, gala. And then we found this space and we thought, okay, now I think we can handle, uh, because I, I was the only employee at that time, full time. So now here where this is uh, next year, yeah, 2022 is going to be, this is our fifth year here. So yes, we have... I guess it's more stability, it's more growth, but again, people who know 12 Gates, they said, yeah, we just come to a different building. It didn't, nothing changed. I was like, okay, that's good. I wonder what types of even like, you know, we can get into political or social or even personal like events that have sort of shaped the changes of where you see the organization. So, um... So the thing is, when we talk about political, social environment outside, right? Hakima, you know the funny part is, I know I should not say funny part, the crazy part is, you talk about history of our globally. 20 years ago, we were messed up with race, with identities. We're still messed up, right? So... The only thing which really gave me comfort through these years, like seeing that instability, seeing all that, the only thing gave me comfort that, okay, I'm surrounded by this. I do this because I'm not a violent person. I'm not a loud person. I do believe in that you have to stand. You have to take a stand and you have to bring that change. Otherwise, change is not going to come. And I teach that to my son every day. Uh, and I'm like, you need to get amplified or empowered by empowering others. Whatever you have, someone does not have that. But when you talk about like, what are the visible political or social changes? Hakima, nothing changed. It, luckily, we can talk about it more and more. Like somebody asked me after George Floyd, when uh, Black Lives Matter movement started, somebody said, so did your program change? And I was like, no, no, we were already doing that. We really have a lot of things to clean up. It's just a constant battle. I just say that and it's, I don't know it, if it will be changed. And for me, you know, I know it's not about that. For me now, there is a new worry. Like, what are we going to leave for our young generation environment-wise, socially? That's a real, like, I think about it. What are we doing to our upcoming generations. So this work really keeps me grounded. 
this work really keeps me energized. But of course, when I see some things, I do get um, distracted and sensitive. But you know what? I'm like, I'm not alone. You all are with me. We all in this together. We'll figure it out. So that's where like, you know, I lift my chin up and start walking. So that's the attitude I have. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Aisha. <laughs> You're most welcome. And it was wonderful knowing you and wonderful chatting with you. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Reckoning and Repair, the art that's touched Philadelphia. Reckoning and Repair is the Center for Experimental Ethnography Project engaged with the exhibit Rising Sun, Artists in an Uncertain America, a collaboration between the African American Museum in Philadelphia and the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Arts, open from March 23rd to October 8th, 2023.